0: Welcome back to another edition of the Trail Manor Single Track Session. We are number 38. That's 38. And uh, we're going to make this we got something different going on today, so we're going to make the first part of this a little quick, yeah, a little sweet to, this, to the point. but uh, let's just start off by our last episode. That was uh, a big one. Number, uh, what was that, 83. I think so. Um, we had Anna Frost on the show.
1: I know, global running icon. And
0: just all-around amazing person, right? She
1: is. And I think she likes cheese curds now.
0: She does. We uh, have a photo of her eating a deep-fried cheese curd. Yeah. So how is that? Uh, and I think she's just happy now. I think that was the missing piece. <laughs> like she wasn't happy before? <laughs> like pure bliss now, right. I think. Uh, So yeah, we we had a great time with Anna. Just amazing, amazing person, um, let alone athlete. I mean, we all know that, but uh, the person part.
1: I know. We spent quite a bit of time with her. Well, what I would consider quite a bit of
0: time. We did. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, obviously at the film festival on Friday night, which uh, we would like to say was a success. We felt good about it. Yeah. And then Saturday at Except the... Except for we ran out of beer. We did. And that'll be... Uh, that's already that That'll was be the, fixed. That's number one on the uh, yeah, list right? of things that's to change for next <laughs> year. That's fully going to
1: be fixed for next year. We're going to yeah. bring the full keg next year. That's right, man.
0: <laughs> We're going to actually bring a lot. Yeah. So we... Uh, but yeah, that, other than that, the Saturday went well. The Kids' K, like Joel mentioned before. Favorite part. Favorite part of the day. Yeah. Some great sponsors, great vendors. Um, but overall, just a great... F- and it was a fun weekend. We it got was. To, we got to meet a lot of people.
1: Yes, maybe didn't get to meet as many people as I wanted to because Me, we were so busy. We were, and, and that's, that's right. maybe
0: number two on the list is, right. you know— finding time
1: getting uh more volunteers for next year yeah. will help which yeah. we've already started working on
0: yeah can you believe that like two days after we're on a run talking about it yeah like, exactly okay, this is what we need to do different so exactly but overall i think it was a successful weekend a lot of uh yeah. positive feedback yep. um got to lead like we said a lot of neat people right um and then you know just the whole experience for us so we got to enjoy yeah. it a little bit too i'm
1: already looking forward to next year for yeah, sure
0: me too um so yeah that was kind of the you know, the, the quick down and dirty, right. You get to understand why it's the quick down and dirty. So this show is not forever. Right. Um, Gonna give a quick shout out to our buddy Simon in Australia. Just want you to know we're thinking about you. Yeah, um, and uh, we can't wait to uh, see you back. The post you had this last week was awesome. Yeah, the Opera House. So I uh, just want to give you a that shout was, out. That was that was that was one of the better
1: ones that we had last week. Yeah,
0: and where your feet take you. Yeah, and there was a few. Mm-hmm. There and, was. And uh, so we'll we'll get up on that. But Turtle Tracker, basically, we just saw Turtle. Looking uh, skinny. He looks thin.
1: Except for he did the Twinkie two mile. Yeah. And. That's like a good
0: two pounds. Eight Twinkies in course record time. Almost. The well, he well, got beat. Th- yeah. The, I think two people. No, that kid beat him. That'll, that one kid was running fast. Yeah, and but the was course
1: just... wasn't a full 400
0: meters. Yeah, well, well, that'll be switched up a little bit next right. year, I think. But, yeah.
1: yeah. It was funny. Every time those guys came through that were doing the Twinkie Two Miles, there was this audible groan yeah. from everybody that was kind of mingling about. Yeah, it was pretty. It was tough to see. That poor kid, and I do mean a kid. He was like, a young He kid. was like 15. Maybe. He didn't look so good.
0: He did not. Yeah. But he was a trooper. He did it.
1: Yeah, he finished it. Barely. He,
0: he went through the... He had the, the walk. He did. He went through the the motion for a while, yeah, the, but he, he pulled it out. Yeah,
1: he had that come to Jesus moment, I think, <laughs> at one point. <laughs> a couple times, maybe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right? And that's just when we saw him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no telling what happened afterwards with that. Yeah, but, uh,
0: yeah, just, you know, thanks for everybody's support on that, yeah. and I know we've been focused on it for a while. Right. Um, you know, things will switch up a little bit, but just, man, can't think. People enough not just our community but outside of our community oh yeah uh, some great people great sponsors uh, friends supporters volunteers
1: right. even even support from around the country and around the globe yeah no for we like got we got some, some, say we're, we're local but we're global yeah we got
0: a great lot of great comments from people hope it went well you know things like that so thank you so much i was right. it was basically three events in two days a film festival a race and an expo and an expo.
1: And the expo i was really surprised at how well that went off
0: oh it was and even when you uh were on i, course I was out
1: marking the course and i came back and i'm like holy cow what just happened exactly. this expo just blew up and in the, the park
0: and we had a wind blow through and bust a couple people's ta- uh Tanks. canopies yeah so well you know they're really gonna have it. to get a little bit more <laughs> beefy canopies yeah. next year won't they but uh, yeah, if you've got any any anything for the Ogden Trail Running Festival, just reach out to us again. We're already yeah. in the works of year two.
1: Yeah, I think for year two, like we said, we'll make that kids' K bigger. Yep. Because that was so much fun. Yeah, thirty-one um, kids. Yeah, I'd like to see at least a hundred next year. Yeah,
0: bibs, at, everything next year is oh full yeah. on going to be legit.
1: It will. Um, we'll have some sort of finishers medal. that will yep. be unique to them. Yep. And, and then which, for the for the adults, you know, we'll we'll have the Gibbs Wallace race. Yep. I've been thinking about that. A little bit. Yeah. I'd like to see... I can extend that race. I can make it longer. oh I can make it 10 to 13 miles, I think. Wow. I'll look out. I'm going to see how the course flows, and then we can maybe have like a 5K-ish That'd as well. Good. That'd have be good. That'd be good. Have two of them, right? That'd be good. And a lot of Something people like, like
0: the course. I mean, there's a lot oh, of people... You know, it's not easy like we talked about. It's it very is. very challenging. And uh, they liked it. Marked well. Yeah. No issues. No. Nope. Um, that was... That went off super well. Right. And,
1: and I think we can bump that prize money next year, too. Wow. Wouldn't that be cool?
0: Not for us.
1: Yeah, well, well, we'll fix that.
0: So, yeah, next this year we did, uh, if you didn't know, first place men and women got Suunto Spartan Watch. So that's a $500 value. Yep, right there. And they were handed to them on the spot. On the brand spot. Brand new. Yeah. Second was $100 cash, right. both men and women. And then third place was 50 bucks Cash. In, on on hand, the spot. On hand. They were yeah. crisp. I just made them, like, the, the night before. Yeah,
1: you did. You were over there. <laughs> Frank cranking that print press. You, was, man. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> might have Homer Simpson on the front, but uh, they're fresh. Yeah, they
0: didn't look. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a great day. Like I said, there's some tweaks we want to make, but overall we're happy with it and excited for the next year already. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's going to be good stuff. And then uh, just real quick on the Strava for the group, uh, oh. the distance, Dan Hawk, 117 miles and point two. Where's Dan from? Do you know? Yeah, I don't. I didn't look okay. at that. Um, but runtime, he was there as well. as 3527. And then, as you know, the store is down because we took everything to the Trail Festival. Um, And so that'll be back up, uh, Joel's hoping, by the time this show launches.
1: Yeah, it should be.
0: So we'll get that back up. There are some new things that haven't been on there before. We have some pint glasses. We have some 50-50 water bottles that are ready to roll. Right. Two special edition colors. We got two pink and a military green that Mm. look pretty sweet. And then... Couple odds and ends, it'll be on there right. as well. So exactly. that should be back up for everybody to get their swagging rights. Because we did have some really good photos for Where'd Your Feet Take You. We did. Um, we're not going to cover every single name. no, nope. Just because there's something else attached to this podcast that we will let you know about. Exactly. Um, but we will, the winner that we'll see, uh, did you see ones that you liked? Because I really liked uh, Ryan Delaney's at Miwok. Did you see that one? His was nice. Wow, that was good yeah. looking. Simon's was nice. Yeah, that was really cool with Opera yeah. House. Right.
1: I think we're, I'm going to choose Simon's. Okay. Yeah. So Simon
0: in Australia was the winner this week. So that'll go up on the Single Track Session launch. On Thursday. And thanks to everybody else. And we'll get back to the regularly scheduled scheduled announcements and stuff. Um, But we're going to take a quick little switch break here, right? Yes. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. Right. Something totally different for the show. Yes. We've been asked. um, Well, we've been asked. We've been uh, approached. Right. Uh, Leah. From the Ogden Standard Examiner. Yeah, from the Standard Examiner, our local a local paper. Is going to do a story on it. So yeah. she's going to interview us on our podcast. As
1: she's going inter- to she's going to interview us as we're. How's that going to work?
0: We're going to talk to each other on the yeah, phone there we go. on the microphone. So we'll be to right. Too complicated. We'll be Sorry. right back with Leah from the Ogden Standard Examiner in just a second. All right, we're back from a quick little break from the single track session again, number thirty-eight. Right. And as we mentioned, this is something different for us. It is. We're in Studio 78. Right. We're so, sitting in our normal seats. Well, kind of. Not for not for a single track session. No, we
1: had to switch. I had to go from the captain's chair to the interviewer chair. Yeah. But we're being interviewed.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> the tables have turned. Uh oh, they have. They have. They
0: have. So Do you hear th-
2: that
1: giggle? That's an evil giggle. This I like is, it.
0: I'm a little nervous. This never happened before. <laughs> no. So we're not used <laughs> to it. But we have uh, we have Leah from the Ogden Standard Examiner. Right. And she is doing a piece, I guess. Is that the best way to say it? Sure. She's talking to us. How's that? She's interviewing us. Yeah. So uh, we're going to turn the lead. We've never done this before. I know. This is uncomfortable. We're losing control. We're going to turn the lead over to you and see where this takes us.
2: I'll save the zingers for the end.
0: Oh, That's a payback. We (laughs) do those to people, too. (laughs) Okay.
2: So why did you guys decide to start doing a podcast?
0: Well, um huh. I'll start I guess maybe cuz this is going to be weird. It's weird. But we me and Joel have run together for 8 plus years probably or close to that.
1: Yeah, almost 10. Yeah, and we talk
0: close. we talk about stuff on the trails a lot. That's where you it, solve all your problems. It, it solved the world's problems, right? right? <laughs> I um, thought I was
2: in the shower. It's on the trails I guess. Yeah, in job uh, yeah. yeah,
0: I don't solve anything in the shower. You know, I'm, I'm in, in, and in and out. In and out yeah, fast at the shower. It's, <laughs> like, it's like a supersonic car wash, but, <laughs> Yes, it is. Um but I think for a lot of it, for me anyway, I guess I should say, is uh, it's we've been thinking about it for a long time. Like, we've just kind of thrown it out there, but neither one of us knew how to do it. Right. Um, and we thought, man, this would be cool because we listened to podcasts, mainly trail running. And Joel right. listens to some others, but there wasn't any that I was, uh, I could relate to or felt like. I enjoyed them. I will not say that. That's kind of bad. But nothing I connected with. There we go. There you I go. didn't connect with one. Yeah. And so Joel and I thought, well, we know some people, and we've been doing this for a while. Right. So why don't we do one?
1: Doing this as in we've been trail running for a while. Yeah, we've
0: been trail running for a while. We, we know some people in the trail running community. Mm-hmm. Um, let's give it a shot. It'd be right. fun. And it took us, once we decided to do it, it probably took us six well, months or so. So what
1: was the timeline? Do you remember?
0: No, I mean I know our first show. Okay, launched. When, when
1: was the when did we test it out first? Was it was in the summer?
0: It was June. June of 2015. Yep, June of 2000. No, 2015. What are we in now? 17. We're in 17. It was
2: 2015. Because wasn't it? No,
1: November 16. Are you sure? No.
0: Nope, 15. <laughs> Joel's right. Yeah. See, it's yeah, Two-
2: your first. Official podcast was November 2015. Oh, she's done her homework. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. We, we do that.
0: So, yeah, it was. It was June of right.
1: 2015. June, so, leading up to that, that spring, you know, we, we were talking about, we were discussing it, and we were like, well, what's going to be our angle? How are we going to approach this? How are we going to set ourselves apart? And at that point, you know, Eric had his bus, and I said, listen, I have a good idea. What if we did the podcast from the bus, and we drove around to... Different events. We, we go to different trailheads and interview people. And so the, the genesis of the project came out of that. Okay. So we started testing it in, in the bus that summer. And it, it seemed like it was going to work really well. But the problem was, is we didn't know how to do this.
0: Yeah, and Joel's pointing at like the mixer board and right. the computer and the microphones and electrical yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> the,
1: the other stuff we can we could figure out. Yeah. We knew we can get better at that, but this this took us a long time to get figured out.
0: Yeah, it did. It took us four or five months, maybe yeah. four months. It, and we went through a couple different pieces of equipment. Right. We right. bought a first bit of equipment, didn't work right, so no. we had to get rid of that, get new stuff right um but i think you know at the end of the day a lot of it too is just we enjoy we have a passion for trail running right we love this area you know when i'm talking about ogden mm-hmm. but we love trail running in general and the people that do it um and so i don't know kind of morphed from that right. but it took us we did a lot of research like we, we took months okay what's the best day to launch a show how long do you want to show right you need to come up with your format that you like you need to you know, all these different things and so after a while we just came up with our own outline or style we wanted to go into. Right. And the style hasn't changed a lot. No like the way we do it. We're just we just are different on the microphone than when we we're first started.
1: Probably more comfortable now than yeah. we first
0: started. Yeah. When we first started it was ugly. It was terrible.
2: Who would you say is your target audience for this podcast? I think I overheard you say it. You're local but global. Yeah, see that that's kind of our motto now.
0: It is now. Yeah. When we first started, no. We we I don't I didn't think we would get to that point, right? Like we did, like and as quick as we did, as quick as we did. We thought, oh, this will be fun. We have some people that we can, you know, bribe into listening to the show. Right? And if they like it, maybe they'll <laughs> tell their friends. I mean, social media. I mean, they can share it pretty easy with people. And yeah, and the trail running community itself is pretty unique and it's pretty close knit. Even yeah. though you don't know someone personally, you, you have know that them. connection. Yeah, once you connection. know they're trail
1: runner, you you have that that commonality with them.
0: Yeah, and so like I said, we were blown away. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, we. We looked at stats from our, our pod bean launch and stuff and different things and when I'm looking at Joe, I'm like, someone in Florida just listened to us. Yeah, he
1: was so <laughs> giddy about that. He'd oh, would... tell me every week. Yeah. Somebody we've we got like fit or you know, thirty different states now and then <laughs> there was like two or three holdout states. It was like Nebraska, yep. or somewhere like that. He's like, dude, you got you know somebody in Nebraska? Like, I don't know anybody in Nebraska. And finally that map filled all the way in and then he was like you know, we're in like 42 different countries now. Yeah. And then now it's like 68 countries or even more. It's wow. more
2: than that.
0: Yeah. So and when I did
2: you notice it started taking off and you were oh. getting such a diverse audience? I,
0: I guess a lot of it depends on the version, what you, what the ver- meaning of taking off is right um because right out of the gate i was happy mm. right because we yeah, we talked true. about it we recorded three shows before we launched one right um because we wanted to kind of keep them after another to keep everybody oh well, let's listen to another one and right you know, instead of waiting a month or two weeks and forgetting about us so i mean right out of the gate i was happy we'd figured it out really um the sound wasn't where we thought it needed to be. We both were awkward. Right. Um, we recorded our first show three times before we were comfortable enough to let the world hear it.
1: Right. Uh-huh. And and the, our first guest, our good buddy Ty Drainy from After Wyoming, he kind of, you know that little pre-thing we did with you about the microphone? He's the reason why. Because he has microphone like
0: this. Away from his face. Which you
1: can't hear very well. <laughs> So that that even was not good. So that allowed us to go back and, and re record that show with him.
0: Yeah. So I think overall, I, I think every day now I'm more blown away, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I've ever been more humbled by something just because to me, I still don't get it. Like, when we get people that give us messages from other countries or, right. or take a photo of themselves in our beanie and, Ireland in, yeah. or wherever it is. I'm like, wow. what is going on here? I know. You Our know, buddy Simon. In, from in Australia. Australia. Yeah. It's like we're best friends. And yeah. we've, never met, right? we've never met. We've never met. We've been in the same time he's zone. Been,
1: he's <laughs> been posting. So every Sunday we do this feature called Show Us Where Your Feet Took You. And it's on Facebook. Uh-huh. And so people from across the country and across the globe post where they went for that weekend for a trail run. And so Simon was really consistent. And then he didn't post. Yeah. And we're like, that's weird because he's normally on top of it. And then we found out that he had a death in his family, and that's why he couldn't. So, you know, we were talking to him on the back end of everything. And it's just crazy that you have that connection with somebody on the other side of the world Mm -hmm. because of
0: this. Something that we are just, we enjoy doing. Yeah. And, you know, his comment was, you you know, with the tough time he had, it lifted him up just for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I was with my family in World Market, you know, shopping for some, Candy or something. World market. Yeah. Which yeah. is kinda weird, right? I love World Market. It's awesome. I do too,
1: it's cool. But I, you don't normally have Eric go on the world market. Yeah, we were <laughs> you know,
0: we were going down to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. It, was How just was the it? Stuff. it was awesome. <laughs> was it? Right on. yeah. Um and but when he said that I honestly got goosebumps and kinda you know, I didn't Ooh, but I almost teared up, up bit, because yeah? I've lost two brothers and so to hear that something that me and Jill do that we enjoy and that's fun that kinda made him maybe helped him for a minute. Yeah. You know, that that kind of changed a little bit in my mind of what we're doing and right. you know what kind of effect people have on people. the magnitude of what we're yeah, doing, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. And that's and that's just one person. We've had people like even through states that we've got to know right pretty well. And and uh, yeah, we have our core group for sure. Right. I'd Say.
2: Are you guys from Ogden?
0: No. Where I'm, are you from? Eric's from Ogden. I'm originally from Roy. Okay. Yeah. R O R O Y. Ghetto Roy now. <laughs> my hometown. <laughs> 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 I grew up in Ohio and
1: North Carolina.
2: What and brought you to Utah?
1: Um, I came out to Wyoming to be a ski bum. And so I did that for a while. And then I moved, um, from, Tar- from Jackson, Jackson. I moved from Jackson to Laramie to go back to school because uh-huh. it was time to kind of grow up, which I'm still working on. <laughs> and then, so I went to school for a while and then, um, my wife and I, we needed to go to a place that I can finish school that was close to the mountains. Cause I mean, Laramie, it's, it's okay. I kind of badmouth it, but it's okay. But you're not close to the mountains like you are in Jackson or here. So the choice was Fort Collins or Ogden. And we had some friends living here, and we came over to visit them. I was like, dang, the access to the mountains is amazing. There's a university that's close by, and there's a big airport close by. So it won. And wow. that's how we ended up here.
2: Okay. Yeah. Good I, story. I was just
0: conceived and born here. Mine's not as cool.
2: Heart, you've had a hard time <laughs> leaving, huh? <laughs> I've left a couple
0: times, but I That's keep true, coming yeah. back. Yeah, I've left. I left a few times.
2: So, right. I make your Ogden your home base for this podcast instead of like Salt Lake City or somewhere bigger.
0: Hmm. Well, personally, I, I absolutely love Ogden. Yeah. I mean, end of end of story on that one. I mean, people. I grew up in Roy, you know. In the early '70s and all through that, and Ogden was nothing like it is today. Right. Um, But I mean, if you just get here and you look around, um, if you love anything about the outdoors, you just fall in love with it. You got skiing, you got hiking, you got biking, you got paddleboarding, fishing, Mm -hmm. kayaking, canoe. I mean, you've got everything here. You do, and the access is what
1: I think sells a lot of people. Yeah. And then another thing is, it's up and coming. meaning that the houses are not terribly expensive like they are in salt lake or like they are in boulder or bend or any other big mountain town this is this is a mountain town but without the kind of the growing pains that comes with it so you you don't have to worry about housing housing is here you can find it Um, we love this area And we want to promote as much as we can. That's why we keep doing it here. I
0: mean, Ogden really, too, is its own brand, really. I mean, people hear of Ogden that's been in magazines and you name it. I mean, our trail system's incredible. Yeah, I was going
2: to ask, where does Ogden rank among trail running communities? Is it well-known? Is it up and coming?
0: You know, I think it's known. Uh Um, It's well-known by people here. Right. But it's almost kind of like a secret, too. It is. Right? Because people come here from out of state and they'll, you know, through social media, hey, I'm coming to... I got business here. Where right. should I run or something like that? And they come here and they're like, this, they get blown away. Right. Um, but I, it's not anything, I wouldn't say a trail running mecca. No. Like a boulder, you know, as <laughs> far as people knowing about it and the, right. uh, the iconic stature of it.
1: But if you match it up, like if you match up the quality and the diversity of the trails, it's on par with, say, like Boulder. I, I, and, and I mean, maybe not Jackson. Just because the, the scale of Jackson's so much bigger. Um, but maybe, like, Bend and all those other places, yeah, we can match them easily. I, I would
0: put it up with anybody. Absolutely. Just because and we've got the easy urban close stuff. We've yeah. got the Ben Lomond Peaks. We've got right. Mount Ogden's. We've got something for everybody. And
1: we do. And there's more stuff that's on the docket that's going to be, you know, coming into the trail system in the next, say, five and ten years. Okay, that enough. That will keep us on par with those other places or, you know, we'll have that advantage. Yeah. For so sure. tell
2: me about the trail running festival, your first one. Uh, was that something you guys always wanted to do, or <laughs> is it something that just popped into your head recently?
0: Um, well, we've done trail races in the past. Yeah, um, about a long time ago, eight years ago or so, we had the Northern Utah Trail Series, or right. nuts, and we put on I don't know three to four races a year. Right. That only lasted a couple of years because it got to the point where it's difficult to a get permits. Yeah. Um, because there's land issues in certain places. Right. And B, everybody wanted trail races, but no one would show up right right? it's like you guys should do this and then registration opens and can i volunteer yeah they were not here so Uh it made it hard to sustain it so we've done that in the past um gib wallace race was probably our favorite right um that we did for multiple reasons and so we wanted to bring that back so we've talked about doing that kind of adding it to the trail manners umbrella and then we uh just thought let's do a like a because of what we talked about ogden being a town it is right um how awesome it is let's let's promote it a little bit so that's where the festival came from it started off as more of a film night right and then a race okay and then we thought well let's we could maybe throw this like quote-unquote expo in to promote local companies Mm -hmm. um, but also you know do some more things right
1: well yeah it was just about brand it's like promoting the town and how awesome it is and how uh, luckily we are to have access to these trails and so we wanted to show everybody else that too
2: Is the trail running community in Ogden growing, or is it still pretty niche?
0: Oh, it's growing. I would say growing. I mean, it could be, you could consider it a little bit both, but I would say growing. I mean, we and Joel run a lot on the trails, and we see new people all the time, and it depends on what time you run, Yeah. but even at this festival, um, we're meeting people, and you know, I had some great comments. Is like, hey, I just moved to Ogden, and this right. is the most amazing community. You guys get it. This community gets it. Right. What? Why you do it, and and why people run on the trails. So, mm-hmm. I think the Ogden trail running community is incredible. I think it's amazing, and it's always been pretty supportive of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also support local too. You know, right. and restaurants and and you know, places like that. Right. I think that
1: one of the things that shows how much it's grown is we used to come out and, and run pretty consistently at five o'clock in the morning off of this trailhead here at 22nd street and nobody would be here yeah. <laughs> and then the other day i think either you were here with me or, or i can't remember who was yeah. here it was five in the morning the whole parking lot was full at five in the morning yeah there wasn't a parking spot to be found
2: that's a lot of go-getters that is a
1: lot of go-getters <laughs> for five in the morning but you know if you look at the if you if you look at the other time slots like People are pretty consistent. They run at like five, six, seven, uh, eight 30, nine 30. If you come to the trailhead at those times, th- it's pretty full. Like right now, if you look at it, it emptied There's out still because still
2: more cars than I would have expected. Right, exactly. A actually, day. there was more
1: cars when we got here. A yeah. group of ladies had just got back from their their run.
0: But a lot of you'll notice a lot of people run at the same times they on do. the same days. Same so days. Same so days. And you, you see always you always people. cross
1: their paths, and you, you stop and you chat them up on the trail. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So, I'm not a trail runner. I'm probably the first non-trail runner you guys have had (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But I do bike, so I know what makes a good biking trail. But what makes a good trail running trail? Hmm.
0: Man, that's a tough one. Um, Well, I think
2: any
1: trail is good.
0: I think so. I think everybody has their preference, too. Right. You know, whether it's a rolling trail, whether it's a wide trail, whether it's single track, whether it's a lot of vert. Um, accessibility. Yeah. So I really think, and that's why I like Ogden, is because you have everything. You, mm-hmm. you, it like, depends on what you want to do. I want to do some climbing. Okay, well, let's do Malins. Right. Or let's go to the Ben Lomans. Let's go to Ben Lomans. Right. Well, I just want a little quick cruiser run you know, right. before or after lunch or something. You jump on the BST, it's endless. Yeah. Um, inter, in, people introducing, there's the fire road right below the trail where they can get up into the trail. I think, right. I, I personally, it depends on my day. I love a nice rolling single track. You know, kind of. I like Icebox. Icebox by Wheeler creek Canyon. So you know Icebox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I,
1: that's like my. If I could run miles and miles of trails, that's what it would be like. It's it's mostly shaded, mm-hmm. big tall, you know. Trees. Trees. What are those trees out there though? The big ones. Oh. Help Spruce me out here. pine. Spruce, yeah, pine. Thank you. They're pine. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that. I was and almost out of the
0: guesses too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's right next to the creek. Uh, yeah. What more can you ask for? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. That's and, that's why think, that.
0: and that's why I think, and that's why I think we—it's so diverse here. Is it's you know you go to some communities and they've got one trail system, right? Not one low you know trail head, but it's kind of the same, right? Thing. We have different ecosystems It's just so here, diverse basically. here, you know. I mean, if you wanted right. you know, we're talking about other things, but you jump down to Moab, you get something totally different. Oh with yeah, Slick Rock Sands, three sand. and a half hour drive. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're pretty lucky. We, we are were
0: way lucky, and the trail system is maintained. I'm mean, going to give a shout out to all the people they are oh, because our trail system is just maintained so well. Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing that's kind of nice about Ogden is there are so many outdoor things you can get into. Exactly. You know, we have skiing, we have biking, trail right. running. You so why is trail things. running your sport? Why did you oh. choose trail trail running?
0: I think it chose me, I'm, um, and I don't mean that to be cliche. Um, I hated running. I played soccer my whole life here at Weber State for a while, and I hated running. I never ran a road marathon, never did any of that, but a friend of mine did a hundred mile trail race and asked me to come along and check it out. And then the next year pace him. And I thought, this is no way I don't like running. I just don't. Um, but once I got on the trail, it kind of was my place, you know, and I was never fast. I never have been, I've never been anything else. But when I get out there, it's just, you're, it's just different. You know what I mean? You, sometimes you're alone. Sometimes you're with a good friend. Um, sometimes you're your dog, but it's just, I don't know. It's one of the only places I think you can feel that sense of calm To where everything's right, even just for a minute, and everything else is out the window. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get that necessarily from other things I tried. And and it's so simple, right? right? You don't need all the fancy gear, the expensive equipment. You pair of shoes and you're good. Realistically, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's the simplicity of it, and you can complicate it as much as you want. But you put a pair of shoes on, you walk out the door, you're trail running, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and guess what? If you don't feel like running, you can just walk on the trail and you're oh, still yeah. kind of out there, you know? I know. We did that the other morning, yeah, we did. We yeah. went on a trail running, well, okay.
1: We didn't, it's not like we were walking and holding hands, just <laughs> just like, we were skipping, we, we, we were, were oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a new event, trail skipping, yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, that's what it is, you know, and it's not expensive. I hate changing bike flats, so I don't like to ride my bike, <laughs> so you're, that's you're not too good with the mechanics. Huh? I'm really not. i really not. I'm <laughs> no. not going to lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, for me, I grew up playing soccer, too, like Eric did. Mm. And, but I also, you know, we had a little ski hill in northern Ohio. And I started skiing. I really liked it. And when we moved to North Carolina, I didn't know it. But we had some pretty good-sized mountains there. And that's where I picked up snowboarding. And that's one of the reasons I moved out here. And, boy, I was into it deep, skiing and snowboarding in Jackson. And then I picked up climbing. Mm. And so I started climbing. Started doing sport and then moved into the, the the trad routes and then moved into the mountaineering and then We would go climb big peaks in the summer and we would run down and We would get down fast so that way you can get have a beer fast or a pizza fast and then one of my buddies Got into trail running and we were over. I remember this very specifically. We were over at City Rocks climbing and He goes I gotta go run. And We're like, well, what the hell we're over here to climb because <laughs> I've got this race. It's called Bighorn. They got a 50 miler. I'm going to go run it. And we just didn't know. We didn't understand at the time. This was like in 98, right? And so I was like, all right, you go ahead. We're going to climb, right? Because that's what we're there for. And then we come back to Jackson and he goes, well, why don't you come out and go running with me? I'm like, all right. Because I've been running down these mountains, right? You'd be getting like, you know, four and 5,000 foot continuous shots of running down. The mountain with a 25-pound pack on. How hard can it be to run up Cache Creek, right? So we're running up Cache Creek, and I'm, like, sucking wind limb because I wasn't in as good a shape as Jeff was. And I'm like, I kind of like this. And then we get attacked by a moose. <laughs> and I'm like, this is really cool. Wait, you got attacked lived. by
2: a moose? Yeah, so <laughs> it was
1: in the springtime. we come around. If, if you ever went up to Jackson, you've been on the Hagen Trail. Uh, Hagen goes up. Uh, the Cache Creek drainage, and then you come back either on the service road or come down putt-putt. And at the very top where Hagen cuts around, it's all marshy, and Mama Moose was there, a baby moose. And the next thing I know, we're up there, I, I I see Jeff just bolting through the willows with this Mama Moose on his heels, just... Doing that number with the paw, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clawing here. You he can't hooves. see it. He's like a T Rex Yeah, t-rex yeah. Right yeah now. exactly. I'm, like. I'm T Rexing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, my other buddy John and I were hiding behind a tree, and she's like chasing us around the tree, and then finally she goes away. And that's all done over with, and, and we're all happy we're alive. And I'm like, this is so cool, <laughs> right? And then, you know, we run down putt-putt, and putt-putt's like this classic single track where it's just got big, smooth, sweeping turns, and, and it's a roller, and you're coming back into Town Jacks, and life was good. I was immediately hooked. And just the, I think the, how it's simple and easy, it, like Eric said, it's just simple and it's easy. I have a pair of shoes. I can go out. I can decompress. I can solve all my problems. I'm more creative. When I run yeah. now if I if I played soccer, last time I played soccer was Probably eight nine years ago. You don't get that same thing because you're worried about well You're thinking about you're thinking about tactics. You're, you're trying to constantly move to open space. You're Defending somebody you don't get that same mindfulness
0: and it's, and it's competitive. It with is not just yourself, but other people mm-hmm. exactly
1: mm-hmm. It, It's like running is this it's my bliss Yeah, and I I need it, and if I don't get it, I'm not as a good person. Wow.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with everything that's said there. Right. I'm the same way.
1: Right, like snowboarding, you kind of get it. You kind of there's that one day where everything just falls away and everything's perfect, but for the most part, it's not that where you can just be mindful of what's going on. I, I love it.
2: Okay. Now, Joel, you're a trainer, right?
1: I've been accused of that, yes.
2: <laughs> so, like you guys are saying, running is you know the most basic, purest sort of right way of
1: a moving being on a mountains. trail of, right. of
2: moving. But it seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, there are a lot of injuries in running. It seems very common. Absolutely, there is. Why is that? Well, because
1: it's a very singular motion where you're you're just moving in basically one direction. Trail running, you you know you're you're hopping and you're moving. And it's less um, repetitive than the road running is. And you're still going to get those same overuse injuries. And that's the main reason why. You know, a lot of people that are into trail running or ultra running, we're putting in big mileage. And we're not usually doing the things that are going to allow you to be healthy. So you're not doing the cross training, whether that's strength training, whether that's yoga, whether that's climbing. Something to offset that consistent linear progress of running. That's why people usually get hurt. That's very interesting. Yeah, and then
0: there's the the other part of that, too, is just not knowing what they're doing. Right. We talk about getting in too quick, too fast. Oh,
1: yeah, the fear of missing out is so strong.
0: You see other people doing stuff, and you're, I want to go there, I want to see that, I want to experience this, but you're not there yet. And so they try too hard, too fast, Mm -hmm. and you get the overuse injuries. Oh, yeah. Um, just with anything. But it's but I think with, with trail running, you get that more because people enjoy it so much more. They get hooked on they it. They get hooked on it. Right. And they just want to do it again. And yeah. again, they're, like, addicted to it. and mm-hmm. then But they don't know how to do it the right way.
1: I, right? There's a lot of trail runners that have borderline addictive personalities, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: There are some intense trail runners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: we're not those people
1: mm-hmm. unless <laughs> ice cream is yeah and cheese curds
0: <laughs> we got our own addictions that's right <laughs> i eat my feelings too <laughs>
2: okay eric tell me about the van how did you find it
0: uh honestly a friend of mine shot me a text because i've been sh- so i had a van 20 plus years ago it was a 71 bus it was a van again so it had three seats and it was just in beautiful condition and i was younger and moved around a lot and Chased my soccer dreams, so I was traveling out of state a lot. And I sold it, needed the money. I mean, who doesn't do that thing, right? Mm. Um, and I regretted it for 20 years. What color was it? It was orange. What was it? Oh, yeah. nice. Orange Did it have the, the white top? It had the white top. Did it, was nice.
1: it orange all the way up to here, or was it half orange? All the
0: way to the top nice. till, mm. the, till the very roof, and it was original owner I bought it from. It had been in storage for 15 years before I bought it. Wow. It was that almost, in mint, it was almost wow. in mint condition. So when I went to test drive that one, mm-hmm. he put it on. It was an older guy before social media, before KSL, all that. It was like a newspaper article, uh-huh. and I went and showed up, And right when I showed up, I was the first one there. By the time I got home, on my way back from my test drive, there were nine people waiting, and so I passed the guy's house and went straight to the bank.
2: So (laughs) even back then, the vans were oh they were van life was a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And then for twenty years, I've just wanted another one. I just it is it's a you say van life, but you know a friend of mine in college in Oregon owned one, my roommate, and Mm we traveled to Seattle in it all the time, and it's just the experiences, the memories, the I don't know, kind of the americana behind it if you will i mean it's just it's just something so i looked for a long time and i wish honestly there's a few i passed up on that i should have (laughs) bought but i didn't realize how skyrocketing they'd be in price and quality yeah uh so one
1: not very good quality and still
0: still super ridiculous price so a friend of mine was driving up ogden canyon one day saw one sitting on the road for sale took a picture of it sent it to me i went and checked it out Mm. Had another buddy of mine, Lane Farkey, came with me like three or four times to look at it because, you know, I wasn't ready to drop money on it because I'm like, man, does it run? You know, is it like, going to run? You know, he's <laughs> right. like, oh, we can do it. And finally, I kept waffling on it. And one morning, my wife says, if you don't go buy that today, you're little. And she swore at me. And yeah. I looked at her and I'm like, okay. So we went and bought it. And uh, honestly, it's been one of the better things I've done just because it's been, it's not run a lot. It's been no. in the shop a lot. Yes. Uh-huh. But when you're in it, just uh, my kids love it. My, my family loves it. And then you right. see people you pass on the road or they pass you, sorry, I don't yeah. pass anybody um, on the road and they just smile. Yeah. And you, people come up to you and say, oh, I had this great experience in a bus when I was little and. I don't know. It's just fun. I love it. They, right. I, I'll never get rid of it.
2: I love that you found it in Ogden Canyon. Amen. It's almost yeah. poetic. It,
0: it is. <laughs> was it that across really from
1: like uh, Indian Trailhead?
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, And this guy had had it for years and he had like four or five cars and he needed to sell one of them. And this was the one he put out that he day. He knew where to park it oh. to get some visibility. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> <and> I, <was, laughs> I was honestly surprised. At, well, I guess I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, the price on it was at that time, I thought a little much. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't think so whatsoever no. because mm-hmm. they're going for ridiculous amounts. I've got it, had it for three plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could turn around and sell it today for more than I paid for without trying, right. you know.
2: I love the interior. It's got the original green plaid yeah. upholstery and the the wood paneling. So what are you planning on? What modifications are you going
0: to do? You know, really it's just the upgrading it. I don't want to change what it what is. What do you mean upgrading? So like, just like redoing the upholstery. A new engine would be fantastic. Like a VW engine or a conversion? A conversion, conversion would be nice. I've heard pros and cons. Um, you know, Running, It running is number one. If it it's on the road, I'm psyched. Oh. Right. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care anything else as long as I'm driving it because that's the funnest thing in the world. Right. Um, but after the engine part, I want to redo the interior. I want to keep it original, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But it's
0: hard to find someone that does reupholstery because you can find the exact same material. So I want to mm-hmm. keep the same plaid, green, and yellow material. Right. Mm-hmm. I would probably redo the uh, the sink area with something brand new just for more storage, mm-hmm. uh, more usable for me. There's a sink I won't use. The spare tire's sitting right next to you right. heading, heading in this little box here. But that's probably it. I would just probably just, you know, like... Keep working on the inside. last thing I want to do is the exterior. Keep the original color, which is green. Yeah. Just make it look pretty again. But the exterior but looks pretty good. It's a project. Right. You know, I went I go to VW shows and I saw one that looked just like this but minted. And I asked the guy, How long did it take you? And he said, Eight years. Do uh-huh. yeah, you want it minted though? Don't you want it that you can drive it?
1: Because I think if you oh, get yeah. it at that point where you're minting it
0: out. You don't want to drive it. You don't it. want to drive it. You want to take
1: it off road. Exactly. You and want I, it to be
0: functional. And I want to drive this. That's I mean right. I'd never want it to just sit. No. I think it's a disgrace. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be on the road.
2: Right. What's the farthest from home you've taken it so
0: far? Uh, let's see, 22nd Street Trail. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. it's, been, it's been to Salt Lake okay. a few times. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's more me. Like, I, I, don't, I, I think I could get and drive a three hours in it right now. I really do. But mm-hmm. it's just the fear of what <laughs> happens if it doesn't make it three hours right. or wherever I'm going. Because um, I've had people, someone that's even worked on it, says, yeah, you could take it here and you could take it there. But it's just... I don't want to break down. Right. I don't like fixing things, remember? Yes. And what
2: why podcast from the van?
0: Like Joel said, it's 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 different, right? Well,
1: it also, you have this instant connection yeah. with somebody. It puts them at ease. When they sit in that captain's chair like that, at first they're nervous, but then, you yeah, know. Two strange guys. Yeah. get in my van. <laughs> yeah, we got some candy. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> um We just thought at first nobody else was doing it, right? It was a novel idea, but we thought it was a viable idea because in the trail running world, um, van life and going to a race or going on an adventure run, you're most likely to camp, right? And so the VW bus is associated with that so strongly, We thought, well, this will be a good way for us, one, to break the ice with somebody that we're interviewing. Two, it's going to be great for branding. Yeah. Mm. So we started thinking about that early on. How can we make our podcast different than everybody else that's out there and everybody else that's coming on? Mm. Because there's a bunch of them that have just launched in the last six months or so. A lot of podcasts. So So that, that was the main reason why we did it. And it's just cool.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a 1978 VW and we right. call it Studio 78. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, We incorporate <laughs> with our logos a lot and yeah. people identify to it.
1: And we just doubled the studio.
0: Yeah. yeah. We got a new member to the family.
1: So Eric's got his bus and I've got a bus now.
2: What?
1: My bus doesn't run. Yeah. It needs a lot more work than Eric's <laughs> does. But we'll have a double, double Studio 78. His is a
0: 78. Wow. And
1: it's green. What like is, It's actually blue right now, but there's, the original <laughs> color is green. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. You easy. guys have
2: started something. It's a revolution. We'll yeah. OK, but the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show with the banding collective, uh-huh, they right? also broadcast out of a van at the Trailheads. So okay. do you guys have like a good nature rivalry with those guys? Or? Hmm,
1: so how do you want to answer that? I'll answer it. All right. So they're good guys, and we like them. But they got the idea from us. Oh. They did. I, I'm just gonna be honest. Uh we were I can remember this very specifically. We were asking for help about podcasting then in that summer and we were sitting at Slackwire talking about it, and we told them our idea about podcasting from the bus. Uh-huh. And next thing you know, that idea became theirs.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that somebody's gonna borrow a good idea. We do it all the time. Yeah, you have. But it's to important that do. you you say, hey, this this idea came from here, and then we're going to try to, you know, work it into our own concept, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how that <laughs> came about. <laughs> all right.
0: We get asked that quite a bit. Do we you do. really? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we do, and well, we I mean, try to be diplomatic. about it. We're in the same community. We yeah. are, you know, and it's you see each, everybody the same right. people and everything and you know we've known those guys for a long time right and we I've been on their show two or three times um before all this and you know before we launched our podcast we went directly to them and said this is our idea right um we want to do a podcast but it's about trail running it's right. not about necessarily Ogden we don't want to like step on your toes you've been right. here a while we we're trying to do that and so you know we went and, and talked to them first you know to right. let them know hey we just this is what we're doing is that gonna be okay with you and they were right. okay with it they were like yeah sure and there's some other background to that. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the gist of how that happened.
1: Exactly. And like I said, even though we're local, we're global. So I don't see that competition there. Mm -hmm. We don't look at it as a competition. Right, exactly. Um, I think just, like, where the idea came from, you know, that I think that's, you know— Gosh. That's really the yeah. only cross is just exactly. the main thing. I mean, uh, other you, than that. We're we, trying to be careful. You you can see that, you yeah. know? <laughs>
0: yeah, because what they've got, they've they've they got, got a, a good, good thing going. going. And they, they have for a long time. They've, they've got done, their, their own been doing niche. it a long time. And they've got their own place. And right. And we just wanted to do our own in a different realm, pretty much. Right. Yeah.
2: Who does all your logos and your merchandise? Oh, <laughs>
0: Well, we've had logos from a two couple different places. Right. Our original logos came from a gentleman down in southern Utahs going to SUU. Uh-huh. I think that's SUU, I think is the name of it. There's uh, a couple down there. Jeremy. Huh? And he did great with our first two logos that kind of branded who we are, which are st- our main logos. Uh, we have a guy, Stacy Barker, up at Barking Goat Studios in Pocatello, with trail runner. He's done a lot of our right. past logos with the van and different things. Um, and I think that's where we're at right now because we've got a yeah. few different for festivals he did right. that one and the studio 78 and the gear garage and elevation
1: uh, culture did one thing for us now didn't go they? get it
0: yep elevation culture is a company out of San Diego they did one with wow. uh, our podcast established in a certain date because they did some woodworking for us right. so. but it's kind of that trail running community oh, uh, that's right nice. and we' You know, people enjoy just it. just
2: networked and found people that do graphic design. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what we nice. do. It's
0: shameless plugs on the podcast. Hey, we're looking for someone to do a logo. We got this right. cool logo. Me and Joel don't make any money with the podcast, so it's right. not like we can just go out and buy a logo or have right. someone design it. So we ask, and people are pretty receptive. Hey, we'll trade some gear or do this, yeah. and we've done that before. So anytime
1: we sell something, we just turn around and put it back into the product. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: And we do all our gear at uh, the Sign Garage on 25th Street. Uh, oh, they do all the printing. They're yeah. great. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. So they do yeah. the printing. They do all the bo- water bottles we do with laser engraving. They've got really cool ideas. Just a great, I mean, Elizabeth and Nate are the best, really. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we just do every try and keep it local as we can.
2: That's great. Okay, so are you guys both on the Ogden Trails Committee? Eric is. Uh, I am. Yeah,
0: okay. Ogden Trails Network, yep.
2: Um. So if you could change one thing about Ogden Trails, what would it be? Oh... Someone gave the Trails Committee a blank check. What would you use <laughs> I would. I would
0: buy a piece of property on the side of the mountain that's owned by Chris Peterson. I would buy that. Okay. That would yeah. be the number first thing I would do without even trying. And I would probably, yeah, I'd do that and buy a new shovel. Okay. A new shovel, huh? I, mean, I need a new shovel. There's a whole bunch of shovels right there. I know.
2: I'm glad you opened that can of worms because I know that's one of the biggest controversies with Ogden's Trails locally. It's a mix between private and public yeah. land. Yeah. yeah. So what is it like um, working with him and what solutions do you see there?
0: You know we don't work with him um, and it's not because we don't want to it's just we you know something that we don't do um, because it's
1: you'd like the legal team yeah it's
0: it's a kind of a legal thing just because of what he's doing and and different things so we kind of stay out of it do Um, you
2: need to give your listeners a background as to what is going uh, on I think a lot of people have heard this story
0: already but I think that that quick
1: background is the foothill trails our urban trails are mixed between Forest Service Ogden City um, and then there's two main landholders. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two families that hold land that trails go through. One family's super cool. Yeah. They, they don't care. Well,
0: you know. They, yeah. I they,
1: mean, they, they don't. They don't. I mean, the, that family, they're clients of mine. Yeah. So they're, they're cool. The other guy, he's been rather difficult to work with. Yeah. He, I think his ultimate goal is to keep increasing the value of his land to sell it off. But he's threatened to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Because of litter, because of vandalism,
2: and he has do you feel like those are legitimate? I do,
1: because to be, be honest, that waterfall drainage gets hammered every weekend by people who might not use the trails consistently, so they don't know the etiquette. So there, I see I see quite a bit of trash in the upper part, so above the Bonneville Shoreline Trail, where people stop to take a break, whether they mean to or not, they leave their trash there. Yeah. And it's below that, it's not so bad. Every once in a while, you get something, and you're going to get that anywhere.
0: And know? I think below that, too, more people pick it up, but they not do. as many people go up high that right. want to carry stuff down. Because, I, I mean, anybody, yeah. i mean, me and Joel, and Mil- you know, hundreds of other people right. when they're on the trail, you'll pick something up if you see yeah. it.
1: And the vandalism, it's not as bad as it used to be. Kids used to go up and tag rocks quite a bit. Mm.
0: So that's really slowed down. Yeah.
2: Um, Why do you think that is? I don't know. outreach
0: or? I think it's a little combination of outreach and yeah. to be honest with you those people are lazy and they don't want to yeah, go that high that's and true. put that much effort into getting to a location they'd rather just pull into a parking lot like ours and do a spray paint thing Yeah exactly I think that's a lot of it but right. the but the trails network Weber County Weber Pathways Ogden Trails network mm-hmm. You know, there's adopted trail programs. There's more right. people on the trail taking care of the trails yeah. now. So, it was, so hopefully people don't see it as much. It's not that it wasn't there, but it's taken care of quicker. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, that's, I know, with the Ogden Trails Network, that's something we try and do a lot. You know, there's a lot of graffiti that people don't recognize. We try and get it done quick as possible. Shad from the front climbing gym has been awesome with, you know, that just in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a lot more. There's more people involved now um, because Ogden is getting that. Being loved, you know, loving to be in the mountains. So right. I think more people are taking care of it on their own.
2: Okay. Um, what other solutions do you see with growing traffic on the trails oh. Them kind of being loved to death? Yeah, they are, is, and that's right? a, and
0: that's a problem. And just recently, because I'm on the Ogden Trails Network, one of the things I've been tasked with is we bought trail counters. That um, we've put in a couple trailheads to kind of get an idea of the numbers that are on the trails. And for that, you know, we're hoping future maybe it'd be something where we could get grants, where we could get some funds to maybe build more trails.
2: Can you share some of those numbers? What are we seeing? <laughs>
0: God, I wish I could. I just don't know them off the top of my head. They're more than I would have ever anticipated. Right. Um, we've only had them at two trailheads. They've only been up for like three weeks. Right. Um, but the numbers are, I would look at. I'm going, holy crap, that's more than I would think. But you're right. talking about a whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have that number right now with me. But you know, there's been ideas of, hey, maybe make a trail above the Bonneville shoreline that's used more for...
1: Like a mid-mountain trail? Yeah,
0: like more for, know,
1: Well, maybe know, like it, you're supposed to go... An advanced... Th- or you're supposed to go north on that trail, yeah, right? Something. something like
0: that, like a directional almost. So there's been some that ideas. That sounds like
2: it would take a lot of work. Oh,
0: it would. I mean, there's oh, nothing yeah. that's going to be I mean, solved even anytime soon. that connector
2: soon. trail for the BST was... Well, yeah. and a lot Years of it in the is, making right right well, it was yeah. and a lot of
0: it too is finances mm-hmm. because there's just not money and you you know to do anything before you touch anything it's got to be engineered and that costs a right. lot of money um, environmental impact yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of things and then for you know like Joel mentioned forest service it's not like they can just hey let's build a trail I mean that goes right. that's a that's a government thing and right the forest service here I want to tell everybody Zach and his team here are amazing yeah they're all about increasing and making things better, but they also have a boss. Right. Um, so they
1: got to do things the right way. Yeah, and you know? I think
0: that's happening more with Ogden mm-hmm. Trails Network, Weber Pathways, Forest Service working together on projects. You get right. it done faster, money's moving around. like That
1: collaboration each, seems to be more than it has been it's in the past. It's best I think it's right. ever been personally. And with the Forest Service, you know, that bridge over in Buse Canyon got replaced pretty quick. Yeah, within two days. Yeah. Mm. In the past, it would have been, oh, well... We'll
0: look at it in the next couple of years. Yeah. And it's, it's better now for sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. Talk to me about motorized use because that oh. seems to be causing a lot of issues, huh. especially on the Skyline Trail. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've,
1: boy, that's a tough one because they got nowhere. I mean, they can go up to Monty, Chris Cristo and ride, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming they can. Yeah. So that's relatively close. But I- I- if if I was a motorized user and I looked at all these people that are non-motorized users, I'd be really envious of them. I'd be like, man, you guys got such close access. Why can't I have close access? Mm-hmm. And that's been kind of like a precedent. That motorized use has been there forever. I mean, look how deep that trough is on part of the skyline. Um, so I, I think if you took that away, there would be a pretty big stink. Mm-hmm. Because those guys expect to use it. They, they kind of think it's right now. To mm-hmm. um, be honest, I'd like to see it go away. Because there is so much use by pedestrians, uh, foot traffic. Families, Yeah, and especially kids. You know, foot traffic, bicycles, there's so much use up there. I don't think it's compatible, to be honest. And I don't think it's compatible to have some horses up there, too.
2: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. That makes it tough in spots, for sure. It does. I
1: mean, you've got this, this animal that's just big and can be fairly unpredictable. That would hurt to get kicked or get thrown off that.
0: And I think that's what you come across when you have a town like ours, we've talked right. about before, where it's, it's right so diverse. here, and it's diverse. I mean, because I love horseback riding. Right. right. I don't do it often. I don't have horses, but I love it. Mm. I'm not a motorcycle guy, but it wouldn't say I would jump on a four-wheeler or something if I had But I think right. you come down to what you were talking about is there's only so many trails, Right. and the locations yeah. are, well, that's closest to my house. I'm going right. there, and it's legal, yeah. so I should be able to go there. So yeah, I don't think anybody's at fault, but I think fine. it's it's growing so much, something's going to have to be addressed sooner right. or later for the growth and it again like joel mentioned it's not like you want to kick anybody off the trails because it's their right too, but it is going to be difficult to find that happy medium where mm-hmm. it is safe right where people can do but what they enjoy it's
1: all about that safety issue
0: yeah
2: what do you do about Going off trail, that seems to be. What do you, have you, as a committee, have you talked about the off trail use?
0: You know, not a ton. Um, just for the simple fact, it's hard to see and hard. I mean, right? You can go off trail and you can scamper up the front side of Lewis Peak, but is that right. illegal? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't
2: know. Is it's, it? it's not. I don't think it is. I don't
0: f- it's not. I mean, you go to antelope Island, and for years you couldn't go off trail there, but right. it's a different entity. So, I think here, I think the biggest caveat here is it's. Not building trails, right? That <laughs> you just like, oh, it'd be cool to put a trail there. I'm gonna build one. That's a right. no no uh. at the end of it. You cannot do that. You're not
1: supposed to, yeah. You're not supposed <laughs> you know, to. it happens, but
0: I mean, going off trail, <laughs> I mean, people do it. That's what hiking started out is just right. hiking following somewhere game,
1: like game paths or,
0: mm. or cairns or right. whatever it is. So, and there are a lot of people that don't know where the trails are or right. if that is a trail or a game path. And we have so right. many spider trails. Oh my gosh, up here yeah. that you just don't know. Mm. Um, and so one thing you'll start seeing here on the Ogden bench here is there's going to be new kiosks everywhere with maps on every single trailhead where you're at and the actual trail, which I think will help a lot of people, especially out of towners. Right. Or I think those
1: people that don't use the trail all the time, it'll help them with etiquette.
0: Yeah. That's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Trail manners. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. How did
2: you come up with the name for your podcast? I don't know.
0: To be honest with you, so here's what ha- my name, my nickname's Manners. That's what all my friends, people have called me since my <laughs> soccer days. And so, of course, when social media launched, man, you need a cool handle name. So I went with Trail Manners, mm-hmm. and then that's just what my personal Instagram was for right. <laughs> when it started. So when me and Joel started talking about this, I said, "Well, what do you want to name it? Yeah. What do we want to name the thing?" And he's the one that said, "Just keep it Trail Manners." And so he's the spreadsheet guy.
1: I'm the ideal guy.
0: Yeah. So that's where the trail. I mean, it's just of came that's why i
2: like the names with layers of meaning Just it has are the a f- best ones it has a few
0: and even the manners nickname comes from a long layer so it's a pretty thick seven dip bean dip right there
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talk
2: about food a lot on the show <laughs> too. and beer we haven't get- talked about beer yet <laughs> know, right? okay so last question if somebody wants to get into trail running and ultra running but they're intimidated what is your advice
0: Oh man, because we ask this to people all the time. We do. We do. This is kind of weird. You know what? I think it goes back to what we said. Just me and Joel said earlier is just um, it's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, don't overcomplicate it. Don't right. overthink it. Because um, a lot of the the transition comes from road. People that run on the roads want to run on the trails. It's right. It's it's more rare for someone to say, you know, I don't do, I don't, I'm not active, but I want to run trails. I mean, right. that's not as common. Um so for me it's the same thing that a lot of guests have told us and the way I got into it, is just do it for the right reason. You know, do it because you want to do it and you want to enjoy it. Don't do it because your friends are doing it. Don't do it because you want to run a race. Don't do it. Do it be, for whatever reason you want to do it for what if you want to lose weight, if you want to get more active, if you want to see things. Right. For me it's just like enjoy it. Don't put too, don't be too serious. Yeah. Because that's when you're going to not do it for the right reasons. You're not going to yeah. love it. You're going to force yourself. No one I mean people force themselves to go to work every day. You know, don't force yourself to do something so beautiful and easy. No,
1: wait a minute. She's got a good job right now.
0: I don't she's not in the captain's What do you mean seat. right now? I'm not pointing at her. A, she's
1: got a captain seat in the bus. Yeah, that's I'm pretty not, good gig. Well,
0: I'm not pointing at her. I'm just saying people <laughs> I'm in just general. saying. I, I know people that ha- are, have to go to work every day. Oh, yeah? Not me. I I love my job. But, yeah, you do. Uh, you but, yeah, I mean, that, I think that's it for me is just keep it simple, do it for the right reason. Right. You know? um we just had Anna Frost on the show, and she said something that's going to stick with me the oh, rest yeah. of my night life. Summit your own mountain. Right. You know, do it for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how fast you are, how far you go. I have people talk to me all the time. Well, oh, I only ran three miles a day. That's nothing for you. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because you got, got outside. Yeah, you got outside, and that's good. You know, that's well, it's not me. Mm-hmm. And three miles for me today would be fantastic <laughs> anyway. I was so, taking three miles today. Yeah, so I think that's mine. Just do it for the right reasons. Yeah. Enjoy it. Because that's what it's for, you know. It shouldn't be to the point where it's work. It should be fun. Yeah. Who
1: said that? Who's the guy that we interviewed that said? If is it Eric if Johnson? It, yeah, Eric Johnson said, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Yeah. I've Correct?
2: actually interviewed Eric Johnson. He's, yeah. He's crazy. He's, he's awesome. awesome. He is. He's yep. very intense. He yeah. is. Very intense. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But I thought that was a, a good, you know, mantra to live by. If it's
0: not fun, it's not worth doing. Well, because it is choice. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. forced to do anything. And so... Right. Just enjoy it. But. Just
1: enjoy it. But take your time getting into it. I mean, I, it's so easy to just go down that rabbit
0: hole. And just be immersed.
1: And be immersed into it. But take your time. And be a student of the activity, right? Understand where it's come from. Understand those people that have helped build it up over the years. Um don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah, gosh, there's so many it. people. It, there's there's it Sounds a, like it's a pretty welcoming community. Yeah, there's oh, a good chance you, there's going to be somebody in your friend circle that's a trail runner, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it is. you can talk to them and then they can either help you or they can point you in the right direction because there there's so many groups along the Wasatch Front that're made up of trail runners. Yeah, the Wasatch Mountain Wranglers, they're the big one. They've got 3 4,000 people yeah. in their group right now. Wow. So you can get in that group, right? And then you can find your own little subgroup Right. So the Wranglers are Utah basically whole Utah now. There might be a group here in Ogden. There's a group down in Salt Lake. There's a group down in St. George. You can get them that subgroup and start running with them to kind of ease yourself into the trail running. Yeah. And don't be afraid to run with a group.
0: No, that's always a fun. It's fun.
1: It's so much fun. and You learn a lot that way. You get to meet new people. You get to see new trails.
0: And be be surprised at other people's experiences. Oh yeah, why they got into it, where they're at now, and oh I think my that's gosh. motivating for, I know. for anybody.
1: I think that we've heard more amazing stories from our guests because they are in the trail running. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know why that they gravitated towards trail running, but they all seem to have a really unique story mm-hmm. or background.
2: Thanks for
1: the interview.
0: Thank you Thank
2: for you. the interview. <laughs> oh,
0: this is different and fun.
2: Yeah, this was fun.
0: I think that's, is that all you have for us? Yeah. That's awesome. Nothing too yeah. painful. That wasn't too hard. Yeah, that was all right.
1: She said she was going to be mean.
0: I know, right? Or zingers. I didn't say I'd be mean. Did you bring zingers, <laughs> did you say? <laughs> oh, she <laughs> said she was bringing zingers. <laughs>
1: yeah, she did. She said she was going to save it for the end.
0: <laughs> so the, the, what the raspberry said? ones with the I was coconut say, Is
1: that the new IPA? <laughs>
0: All right. Well, thanks for the interview, and that's the end of our interesting single track single track session.
2: session.